Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey guys, welcome to episode 33 of the Book of Caleb. Certainly uncertain, or uncertain, certainly, certainly. Um, Have we heard the term uncertain quite a bit this year? Yes. Have you listened to any self-help podcasts or read any articles or watched anything on TV about uncertainty and how to navigate and cope with that? If you're looking for more of that, this is not the episode for you. This is just more of my uh, rebuttal or viewpoint on that, but it's good because you know what? Uncertainty is actually abundant and all about life. That's what makes life great is that nothing is certain. Enjoy this one. Navigating through 2020 through uncertain times has been the talking point for this year, right? When I think about uncertain times, though, that really is basically the definition of life, right? Mm -hmm. There's the saying that there's only two certain things in life, death and taxes. And that's quoted by Ben Franklin, apparently in Mm -hmm. 1789. So if you think about it, navigating through this year of uncertainty is really no different than any other year, technically, or moment in your life. Um, I mean, you've certainly made it this far. So give yourself a pat on the back in your whole entire life. There's only two things that were certain anyway. So I wanted to bring on someone to the show that I was pretty certain they would come on to this episode, episode 33. Welcome, Michael Caleb. Well, never assume that I'm going to come onto the show. Jeez. Sorry about that, but um, you know what they say about assuming makes an ass out of you and me when you assume. But I'm here again for the 33rd straight episode, so it was fairly certain that I was going to show up. That being said, let's hop right to it, if I can. Number 33, just bang it out of the way. Is this as eclectic or as fun as last week's 32, which was O.J. Simpson? No, there were more famous 33s than I thought, but the one that I'm sticking with, because he was the original one that came to my head, is probably the most famous athlete that ever played the Bat... Or not the Batman role. This guy played the Robin role to the Batman. The best. Can I guess first... Yeah. Robin to yeah. the Batman. Yeah. I have no idea. He certainly wasn't Batman. He was Robin, which Batman needed Robin to be so very successful. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. Okay, Scotty Pippen. Scotty, no tipping. Pippen. Apparently he doesn't like to tip. I don't know if that was an old saying when he was a player. I don't want to throw him under the bus. I'm assuming maybe he tips a little bit. He came in very humble beginnings. Very humble. Um, like from just the poorest of the poor in Arkansas. So maybe that's why he didn't feel like he needed a tip when he did make his money eventually. Um, he was woefully actually underpaid as a Chicago Bull. He didn't make his money till after he left the Bulls. Um, he made, then he made a, he did make a lot of money in the back end of his career when he wasn't even very good. 
Anyways, Scottie Pippen, we all know who he is. He was the Robin to Michael Jordan's Batman. Michael Jordan was with the Bulls three years prior to Scottie Pippen. Could make the playoffs. Couldn't couldn't get much further, though, um, than, like, first, second round of the playoffs. Scottie Pippen comes around. That's when he finally makes his NBA Finals runs, and then obviously we know that they got the six titles together. Um, Jordan and Pippen were the only two players that were on all six Chicago Bulls NBA title teams. So... Um, Rodman was on the last three. The first three was another group of players, but Pippen and Jordan, those are your two constants on the six title teams, along with the head coach, Phil Jackson. So number 33 goes to Scottie Pippen. Thank you for that. And then who was the Joker? The Joker in this whole thing, it has to be Dennis Rodman. <laughs> just, he was, he's a coach. But he was he the bad guy? I don't know. He just, Dennis Rodman was very Jokerish. Um. Yeah, the bad, the bad guy. I mean, that probably would have been the Detroit Pistons in the late 1980s. They could never get up past them. From then finally they did, and that's when they started winning championships. And then who would be Catwoman? I want to know who Danny DeVito, oh. the Penguin, is. That's when I think of Batman. I think of Batman Returns, Michael Keaton, Michelle Pfeiffer, mm, Catwoman, yeah. Danny DeVito, the Penguin. And was mm-hmm. there another bad guy? Or was it just Catwoman and the Penguin? I, I don't know, but yeah, Michael Keaton is my favorite Batman, and Christian Bale is pretty solid too. Yes, yeah, so but that's a like whole a different, different concept. Deal. I know yeah. that line of Batman and Batman Returns with Michael Keaton. You're like, oh so my. who was Robin? Chris O'Donnell, or that's the only Batman that I can remember. Or Robin, I mean, that I can remember is Chris O'Donnell. Right. I don't think that there was a Robin in those Michael so. Keaton Batmans. No, I don't think so. Either. No. Was Michael Keaton in a third Batman or there's just two? Oh, God. Well, first of all, then, okay, so then all of a sudden Val Kilmer is Batman. Shows up. So bizarre. Batman for one. Oh, George Clooney was Batman. Oh, point. yeah. Just nuts. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Was that all directed by the same person? I don't know. Wasn't don't know. it like Michael Creighton? Creighton, who did the weird. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Well, who's the guy that did like the uh, claymation things? Like the Halloween claymation? He was a director of some of them. I thought he was a director of the Penguin one. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's Michael Crichton. Yeah. Oh, um, like Tim Storytellers yes. or something. Yes, Tim something. Yeah, <laughs> Tim Burton. Yes, Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Wow. Oh, wow. I was. I didn't have that anywhere in my notes no. to talk about Tim Burton and Michael Keaton, but I'm so happy that we did. I love it. I love it when stuff comes out organically, if you will. Is that organic? Yeah, it's organic. Grass fed, grass finished. Uh, I hope so, but who knows at this point. Can we talk about that real quick? That yeah. you went to, just don't even say the business because the, the jury's out. But yeah. And yeah, it's a horrible name anyway because yeah. it's like you can't even remember it. Uh, got some meat from, would you consider that a butcher or a meat distributor? Was from Argentina, directly, is what I'm told, from Argentina to West Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, they're kind of like a distributor of some sort. Um and I purchased the meat. We're, we've been trying to get like bigger cuts of meat for it so it's more affordable, can last longer. Um, and it was a skirt steak, so kind of a thinner cut. Threw it on the grill, seasoned it. I was fine with it. You said you could taste some Argentinian roots to it, maybe, or it, yeah. I mean, like I first of all, when you told me you brought home skirt steak, I'm like, isn't that like? A bad cut of meat. It's definitely a cheaper cut. Cheaper cut, yeah. And so that was a concern. And then, you know, just (laughs) the way, like, it shouldn't taste like game or something. And this was supposed to be a cow? It was a cow from Argentina, yeah. Okay. Argentinian cow. I think they're a little bit leaner, maybe. 
And so then, Michael, you got to think about this stuff. Well, I'm fine. You're the one thinking outside the box. I'm finally going to Trader Joe's or whatever. Like they have they have six ninety nine sirloins from Trader Joe's, grass fed, grass finished. You just don't like make me me going there multiple times. So that's why you want yeah. to get your honky steak. Okay, and that's what you're going to get. Well, that's like unacceptable. Yeah, so okay. you know, we're still looking for a butcher. Sure. If you know anyone, write it. Write a five star review and tell me your butcher's name. Okay, Steve. Okay. Uh, Steve the butcher. Okay, so. Back to this uh, certainly uncertain episode 33. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I'm thinking about the fact that, like, that has been a hot term, is the uncertainty of this year and you don't know. So, like, for example, in the past week, the president has Mm -hmm. coronavirus and then all the staff members and then they go to the hospital and then he's home from the hospital and then, like, uh, personally, for in our lives, our uh, kids at school, one kid is out for the week because the school is closed, and the other one, the school finally like reports that somebody in the school has it. And, mm-hmm. You know, there's just every day there's something else. Like I remember, like waking up Friday last Friday when um, apparently early Friday morning, like twelve thirty in the morning, people knew that Donald Trump had coronavirus. Yeah, but you know, you didn't like find out that information unless you were up at that time and so you wake up you're like oh the president has coronavirus like what does that even mean mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and so it's just like boom every day every week there's something there was a derecho in iowa you know like that random storm that like ruined the town for like the whole month right and like people didn't have power and you know all these things but like everything is uncertain sure yeah, nothing's laid out. You don't know what exactly from day to day what's tomorrow going to bring. When is when is the last day for us? You know, we don't know. Yeah. And so do you think in this year, though, are things, do they just feel more uncertain? Because, like, I guess no. the, the thing with the pandemic that is occurring worldwide, right? Like, no one has, oh, a pandemic experience under their belt, and so that's why, like, it feels like, oh, we're in these uncertain times. Yeah. But if you need to, like, take a step back and gather yourself, mm-hmm. every single day is uncertain. There's nothing guaranteed besides death and taxes. And Ben Franklin knew that in 1789. So it's, this is nothing new. But as humans, I don't think that we um, operate well in that sort of environment. It's not an ideal environment. But I feel like... That's why it's tough. It does, but then it, the whole, like, purpose of this exercise, of what I'm, like, going at, is that actually, no, you have lived an uncertain day every day of your life. Well, you have. Now, a lot of people like to have some sort of routine, if you will. Routine and structure, yeah. and that, like, helps yeah, you with stability. Helps. But you're a human, and every human has lived every yep. single day with uncertainty. And so, like, we're actually... Well, I feel like we would, in theory, be well equipped for uncertain circumstances. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we are, for the most part, humans are fairly adaptable um, to something. You know, you, you have to survive. You know, you have to jump through a couple more hurdles or put in a little more effort. Um, you have to react. You have to react and, and act and, and go from there. Yeah, um, and yeah, that's what we've been doing all 2020. It seems like more so than normal but as you're saying we actually have been doing this for much longer and we'll always continue to live like that in some way yes it just feel all i'm saying is like 
every single day you've lived your life with uncertain times and you've acted and reacted to things that happen, right? You're just mm. kind of just navigating through. Yeah. But this year it feels different because no one has the experience of, oh, this is a pandemic and now I'm like reacting to these things that like weren't really something that I like foresaw hypothetically yeah. which is the other sure. thing that i'm getting to which of course like you anything anything can happen hypothetically okay but like how much energy do you give to hypotheticals and consideration before you make a decision right like hype thinking like hypothetically well if i do this then these three things could happen right you're mm-hmm. thinking hypothetically before you make a decision um but like that can stop you from doing stuff if you get mm-hmm. way caught up in like oh i won't you end up not doing something sure and that's fine right if that's logic a logical thing to do like you stop mm-hmm. yourself because you think well hypothetically it's likely that this outcome will occur and i don't want that to happen okay, okay. right um so you don't want to necessarily though have the hypotheticals stop you because like when you're doing things that everything is like a risk right a risk reward type basis and like you can't win or like you can't make it big or you know like you can't like things that like have like more reward they say like have more risk Risk okay and so if you're wanting to like go that direction you can't like have like hypotheticals hold you back if you're if your goal is still within like reason mm, okay um so you have to i yeah i'm saying all this with the under the assumption that the goal is within reason so like sure. for example right i want to cross a busy road this is the hypothetical i come up with my goal is i want to cross the busy road or interstate blindly without getting injured why did the chicken <laughs> cross the road why to get to the other side Okay. Yeah. Is that your Halloween joke? No, I my Halloween jokes are much better than that. Okay. Well, that was. I, I don't even know why you asked me that, but like. Okay. So you're trying to right, cross so the my, road. Right. So my goal, yeah. but my goal, but like, and so I haven't done it yet, but I'm thinking like, oh, this is a busy interstate, like, and I want to do it blindly, like I'm actually like that's not a very good like reasonable goal, no. and so like my hypotheticals would stop me from actually okay. doing it. Okay. And like example two, uh, like a more reasonable one, right? A goal. Um, I want to, and for a lot of people, they want to lose X amount of pounds of body fat or 10 pounds of body fat. Okay. okay. The hypothetical is like, oh, well, but I won't start until like, I like, they keep putting it off. Like, oh, well, I need to start that like lifestyle and like diet, like after the holidays or after a certain event or they're like in their own way of just like no you can't let like the hypothetical or like i'm gonna like start and do this later like stop you like Mm -hmm. you're stopping yourself when you should just like if you want to lose 10 pounds and that's like a reasonable goal you need to start doing things now like don't don't put it off don't put it off right well my question to you is why did the chicken go on a diet to avoid going to slaughter how do you like that one it's too thin (laughs) And so they're like, oh, we got to fatten you up. We got to fatten you up. But he's, he's not eating the food because he doesn't want to go to slaughter. That's my other chicken joke. The, I'm sure I'll come up with another one. I continue. hope I hope so. And when it is funny, Michael, I promise you I will Ooh, laugh. Okay, that okay. is nearly certain. Mm. What is uncertain is if you, can, <laughs> if you can come up with a funny joke about a chicken crossing the road. Or going on a diet. Or chickens do many crazy things. <laughs> what else do they have do? You ever tried, have you seen a chicken? They're hilarious. 
Yeah, they, I remember them running on that farm. Exactly. They're funny. Chase, yeah, Drake was chasing them all over the place. Yeah, yeah. They are pretty fast. They're fast. You always hear these stories of oh, yeah, this college athlete that is like a fast wide receiver down down Florida. He used to chase chickens around. That's why he's got all the versatility. That That's why he's such a good wide receiver that you'll hear terms like that. Okay. If you were to make an animal football team, would your wide receivers be chickens? Be giraffes. Height advantage. <laughs> yeah, they'd be giraffes. We should make an animal football team. Yeah. Who, who, what who would, would be, be the quarterback? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Who would be the kicker? There's no kickers in the animal kingdom. They would have been flushed out. They would have never survived. Michael, a kangaroo? Maybe. <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. <laughs> of course it does. Uh, kangaroos are much more uh, well-respected and play a much bigger role in the you know ecosystem than a kicker does. I'll tell you that right now. A kicker brings nothing to any anyone at any time like a sloth so you should actually assign a sloth to to be be the kicker if you're like you have problems with kickers in the football you do i can't stand them yeah and so then and a sloth looks like cute but you know if you're saying it's like something that they just don't bring that much to the table it's probably a sloth it's a sloth yeah they're a sloth okay i'm glad we got that hashed out you had a third i would choose a monkey (laughs) for quarterback no, for oh. um, wide receiver. They seem just so agile, swinging from tree to tree. Cornerback. The cornerback, not to be confused. Oh, and then obviously a running back would be a rhino. Rhino would be good. Um, <laughs> and then your whole offensive line are hippos. Hippos, that's for sure. Manatees, <laughs> no, that's probably a defensive line. Yeah, manatees probably aren't quick enough, though. A- See, and then your rhinos could be defensive line too, but no, it'd be something stronger. Well, obviously elephants would be. Oh yeah. Preferenced. Well, yeah, wildebe- so we'll, wildebeest. We'll put this together. You know, see, what we're really getting at is we've watched a lot of Lion King and Lion King. Um, Lion Guard. Lion Guard. You know, the... Lion King two or Lion King one and a half. They're after the Lion King. All these other spinoffs are yeah, spin-offs. atrocious. Oh. But the kid doesn't know that. But, I know. Yeah, they're bad. Just the OG, the original Lion King That's it. is amazing. Mm-hmm. And do you remember seeing that movie, Michael? Yes. Where? We had it on VHS. I didn't, I didn't watch oh, it in theater. Yeah. You didn't watch it in the theater. I no. remember seeing it in the theater, oh, no, dude. No. Like, it was so, so good. Yeah, I bet. All right, so I gave you, like, my second example, you know, of the reasonable goal. Back to, back to talking about what we're really trying to talk about. That's fine. Um... You know, like, you can't let the hypothetical stop you. And so, it's and not, like, choosing... You're basically, like, choosing to do stuff later. Either choosing now or choosing later. And, like... Sometimes if you choose later, then it never even gets done. Right. That's the part of the risk there. Yeah. And I feel like if you choose later, it's only going to be hard later. In a yeah. lot of scenarios. Yeah. Like, the only reason you would choose later is because, like, you can't do it now. Mm-hmm. And you can't do everything at once, right? No. Like, we, we come back to that. But, like, you can do things that, like, take you on a trajectory. Okay. Which is, right, you decide to do something. I wrote this down, one, two, three. You decide to do something, and that puts you on this, like, trajectory, right? And mm-hmm. the intention of the trajectory is, like, to get you towards your goal. Okay. It's not certain if you will get towards your goal. Nothing is certain. Nothing is. But what is, like, the most certain part of that decision trajectory goal path 
It's the decision. Because you have control of your decisions. Okay. Yeah. And you're right. if you're needing some certainty in your life or more certainty or establishing structure and certainty, mm-hmm. you need to come back to, well, it's like all the decisions I make yeah. put me on this trajectory. And you need to like think of like every decision that you make should be oriented towards a goal. Mm, I like that. That's good. It, it is helpful. Yeah, right? it is. And if you keep making these decisions that are oriented towards the goal, it's like more likely that you will get towards the goal. It's not certain, but it is way, way more likely if you keep making this these decisions. Yeah, that's all you can do. Yes, and that's like all that you like have control over. Yeah. So guess what, Michael? Guess what? This isn't a Halloween joke. Guess, guess what? what? Chicken butt. Duh. Guess what, chicken butt? Okay, we're getting better at those jokes. But. Guess why? Chicken thigh. Guess who? Chicken poo. Guess. That's it. Well, That's it. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? Well, there's another one. Who, what, where? Guess where? Chicken hair. Yeah, there's not. They don't have hair. Feathers. Yeah, chicken feathers. Is You should have said chicken feathers and yeah, I would have laughed. That would have been good. I'm still working at my humor. Who <laughs> more? That's the, that is the joke, right? Guess who, chicken poo? There's no, I never would have said any of that. Why the chicken cross the road is the worst joke of all time. These are just things you hear over time. Do you have a Halloween, Halloween is canceled. Know, yeah, I don't think it's allowed. I feel like I used to have good, naughty jokes. Like, not naughty, but you know, like inappropriate why the why was the chicken on the side of the road Solic- he was soliciting sex Michael, that, that? that is not a joke okay or, or well <laughs> you, i don't even know what that is you just what it's a chicken prostitute okay that's why i was on the side of the road oh my gosh I so know. like are you gonna have your children say that i probably not door to door well again right going door to door they had handing out ppe kits or whatever oh that's a good idea yeah i've got them at my hotel we have to have them so excuse me what is a ppe kit oh it's got a mask hand sanitizer some butt wipes maybe in or in there i don't know it's required by corporate that you give that to your guests no, instead- it, no they have to have them if the guest asks for it we have a ppe kit which has yeah mask sanitizers of all sorts, sanitizing wipes, yeah, just. Now, if I ask for a first aid kit, will I get one of those as well? No, you'll get a first grade kick to the ass, but yeah, we don't have a first aid kit. Sewing kit. I, we didn't. We did have those at one time. I don't know if I reordered those. <laughs> you know, it's. We're, we're Who asked off. for a goddamn sewing kit? Like, Who would possibly? There's like two people because all my button came off, and just wondering if you guys had some. A needle and thread that was asked before like they were just gonna sew the button back on i have never done that i'm like gosh no, darn it the, yeah. it's over the shirt's over it's over if you lose a button i'm sorry yeah <laughs> or and i certainly wouldn't attempt personally to sew it back in i understand how to do it and it actually was fun like my grandma knew how to sew and we would like sew buttons on pillowcases and stuff but that was like for fun I've never sewn a button on a shirt, you know. We had to, we did sewing, you know, middle school and home ec or whatever. That was the only time I did it. Did you? I wasn't, I was awful at it, which I'm not surprising that I was. Yeah, I can't do any of that stuff. What else did you do? I don't have a steady hand, I don't know. Well, just cooking, but then, um, 
I don't know what else we did in Mac. I don't know. I remember we watched a Karen Carpenter movie. She had an eating disorder. Uh, she died of anorexia. Karen That's... Carpenter, she was a famous singer. Oh. She had a lot of hits, but yeah, she had this eating disorder. Never heard of her. Oh, okay. Um, do you remember Homec in high school? Yeah, I, yeah, I did those food classes. Yeah. yeah. What do you remember was the first thing you made? Monkey in... bread. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In the microwave. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we all did. So it's the like, thing we remember. It's like literally the... Cause I, it's I like... remember making an omelet too, maybe in a microwave, but yeah. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Monkey bread. But I actually don't know the monkey bread recipe. Bread and sugar and um, cinnamon. Cinnamon, maybe. It's it's good. It's delicious. But what is the like base for like making it? Yeast and flour. What? To make the dough rise. No, Michael. I swear it was like you got out like Pillsbury biscuits. Oh, sure, something like that. And then yeah. like dumped cinnamon sugar concentrate and put it in the microwave. That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds delicious. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> no, it, it was not. That actually uh, sounds atrocious. You know what's funny is that, like, how long has it been since you mo- you used the microwave, Reese, like, this year, didn't you? Not, not for me. I If Cortland or someone needs something heated up quick and I have a meltdown, yeah, I'll reheat some mac and cheese or something in there. I don't, I don't but like... But I don't... Yeah, I know you're... Yeah, you, you haven't used a microwave. And, and I don't even like it plugged in. I know, you don't. It's, yeah, it's it's used maybe once every couple of months to reheat some microwave for Cortland. I have not used yeah, it. I know. I, know. I yeah. refuse. I won't even heat up water with the microwave. I know. I know. Because I've read some stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there. Well, you know, I got back to this. I said, guess what? And then you went chicken butt and we went off on a tangent again, Michael. But guess what? What? Okay. So people who, in this certainty, uncertainty stuff, yeah, yeah. people who work out, eat healthy, mm-hmm. don't smoke, nope. don't drink, wow. sleep eight hours or more a night, mm. they still die. Oh, what? What am I wasting my time for then? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so that was fascinating to me yeah. when I thought about that, and I had yeah. heard that. I swear I saw a TikTok of somebody saying that. Like, you know, they don't die of the coronavirus, most likely. Michael. I'm just saying, because you're a healthy person. Healthy people don't die of coronavirus. That yes. I'm a, that I'm aware of. Yes, they do. Mm. Like someone, there's this person, no known cases or no known pre-existing conditions. And they got him. They killed them. Yeah, okay. Why did Trump go to the hospital? I think he was having trouble breathing. Melania didn't go. A lot of these other staffers aren't going. Why did he go? Just because he was the president. Abundance of caution, the term that they like to throw out there left and right. No, I think he was, he got hit pretty hard there for like 48 hours. And that is why he ended up being hospitalized why do you why do you even say that because that is what is going on they're not going to say that because he doesn't want to be seen as weak or make this virus seem more um you know deadly you know than it needs to be um but yeah that's why i went to the hospital why would they take up a hospital bed or whatever i am so confused about that whole act in general and i was talking Mm -hmm. to you about this because it's like you know you should only be hospitalized if you're in a critical condition right if you need to be yeah if you need to be yeah so i don't understand how like and but i do at the same time right like okay if we're ever gonna like send somebody to the hospital to be monitored even if they don't need to go it would be the president of the united states right convenient argument but i he didn't he wouldn't have wanted to go to the hospital it's not like it's a good look for him and what his whatever stance or motto or uh, brand is on this whole coronavirus. Can you imagine also how that like can be reported 
internationally. You know, the yeah. president of the United States is hospitalized for coronavirus. It's a hell of a headline, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then if you don't also air the, like, meet, you know, the media piece of him walking into a helicopter and, like, sure. waving. Yeah. I'm going to the hospital in a full suit. That's why, like, I don't get. Well, he was just healthy enough to pull off that, that whole whatever um, photo op, if you will. And also tweeting videos of his, like, yeah. status. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like I I'm still very confused. Was he hospitalized or did he go to a medical center to be monitored? Both place. <laughs> it depends on what channel you're watching, right? Yeah, that makes a difference too. And so, so what? I, I think he was but more serious. Think he... I think it was serious. I think he needed to go to the hospital because I think he had issues breathing. It would have been two things: Why either do you breathing think... issues or like the fever got really high and it wouldn't go away. One of the two. Michael, that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. That's Mike, and so is this a Halloween joke? No, I'm not. I got to work on those. All right, let's get back to decision because I'm about ready to decide to, you know, get kick you off the show. Oh, come on now. <laughs> yeah. No, there, there's some things that are certainly going to happen, which is you'll probably come back for another episode or two. Sure, sure. So, so even this decision trajectory goal mindset or plan right that you're following that is not certain um but like you have to view it that the most certainty lies in your own decisions um then that puts you on the trajectory towards your goal if you're constantly making the control the decision though the likelihood of you reaching that desired goal is higher even though it's still technically uncertain that makes sense so what, Michael, do you have any examples of like what you make? Do you have some daily decision trajectory goal flows? With me, you know, um, when it comes to good and bad decisions in my life, the good decisions I made have always been like just fitness wise. That's always been my thing. So when it comes to staying fit and I've been able to stay fit like my entire life, um, those have been decisions that I've made that have produced those goals and kept me on that trajectory to continuing to stay fit, if you will. I need examples. Like, what did you do today? Um, so things have been a little bit turned now, a little bit sideways on us because, yeah, daycare got shut down um, because of positive coronavirus tests, which coronavirus, they're saying the tests are going up. It definitely seems like they're going up, especially in my world. This is kind of hitting closer to home than it has before. Um, and two more Tennessee Titan players have it again. Tennessee might have to get out of the NFL for the rest of the year. But anyways, um, so yeah, today uh, did a morning run. I got a morning run in three miles. Um, did that before I had to get to work um, this morning. Banged that out because I knew the rest of the day was going to work kind of for a half a day because then the second half of the day was taking care of our one-and-a-half-year-old. I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name or not. so I'm not saying it because of daycare uh, is shut down. So... Um, yeah, today was just running, but then I also, I did push-ups throughout the day. Um, I actually got to 300 today. That was a goal I had set in mind, like, I'm getting 300 push-ups done tomorrow. Uh, because I did chest yesterday, and the, the day after chest, I get 300 done. At least one day a week, I'm getting 300 in. And today, I did it. I just got it in. <laughs> I kept doing, I kept doing sets of 30, and eventually you get to 300. So, I did three miles, and I did 300. That's what I did today. Wow. Did you eat? 
I did eat. Um, I had that skirt steak, which I had a better opinion of than you did. Um, but yeah, I earlier in the day, yeah, I did. I did eggs. I had some sort of like protein kind of bar deal. Um, that was really about it for the day, and then then we had dinner. So. So what are you gonna do tomorrow? For yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna have time. I'm just gonna do the. It's, I don't really. I don't really know because. Probably definitely get pull-ups in, and I could probably have a chance to get to the gym um, or have time to run. So tomorrow will be like a pull-up day downstairs and probably push-up day. I mean, like the pull-up and push-up thing, that's why I kind of always stick to those because it's like now with Cortland being out of daycare, yeah, it's like half-day work, half-day taking Cortland, so there's no gym time. But I'm still getting the pull-ups and push-ups thing because can, you can do those. How many pull-ups? I'll probably get uh, probably do by four to five sets. And it'll be ten to twelve, so that'll put me in the fifty to sixty range of pull-ups. How long does that take you? It depends. If I'm trying to like get my heart rate up, then I'll just like do it back to back to back. You know. Um, so if I'm trying to get heart rate up, twenty minutes. I'm taking my time. Thirty. Do you think other people think you're attractive? Yes. <laughs> because that of, is because a Halloween. Of my first, because of the personality. That is my Halloween joke. That's not. Yeah, yeah I know that you think it's funny. <laughs> you think all your jokes are funny. People that know you. Michael, they are funny. Okay, we'll see about that. What? the Like, do you want to have a joke off right now? A joke off? <laughs> yeah. Are you joking me? I'm not. I'm not even joking. Seems like you are. No. Okay, well. Can you come up with a joke on the fly? A joke on the fly? Yeah. Okay, so I was on this fly, and I was doing a stand-up routine, and buzzing around, but I couldn't get the right words out because the fly was landing, and then it was throwing up. It was The fly kept throwing up onto my feet, because that's what flies do when they land. Have you seen the fly with Jeff Goldblum? And his teeth start falling out. Yeah. And then he turns into a fly. A human being turns into a fly. He calls himself Brundle Fly. Oh my gosh, Michael. What it's one was... of the trippiest movies you've ever seen in your life. Okay, do you remember when we first started going together and there was this joke? <laughs> I'm laughing about it and I don't even know what it is. But like, I'll have to think about there it. There was a joke. 13 years ago that you're yes. trying to remember that, yes. was, that was like all the rage oh i know what i know what joke talking about oh my god please tell it's it it's a safeway bag yes yes it is oh my god okay so no, gonna... no one understood the joke exactly that's why it's so good i'm we have to tell it right now go ahead how do you get an elephant and well first of all have you heard of safeway which is like fairway but it's another grocery store Sa- I, i'm pretty sure safeway was struck down by the pandemic there's no more safeways around okay well there used to be. There used to be. And the reason why they, you know, struggled is because of the elephants that came stampeding through their facility. But how do you get, Michael, an elephant into a Safeway bag? You just ask. I don't I, know how. How would you be able to do that? <laughs> oh, my God. This is the worst. Come on. Do we need to do it over? Michael, how do you get an elephant into a Safeway bag? I don't know. I don't know. You take, the, <laughs> you take the S out of safe and the F out of way. But don't. You already know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. So just take the S out of safe and the F out of way. Michael's not going to say what the result is of how you get the elephant out of the safe way bag. But you, the audience, have to figure this one out. You sure you don't? Okay. I might say it at the end. Yeah. 
Well, we'll let, let people ponder because okay. you have to sound the thing. The funny part about it is like watching someone sound it out. I know, right? I know. They're like, if you know, you'll figure it out. Okay. All right. Uh, so, Michael, what was the? I'm not gonna even gonna let you look. What, I can't see that. What were the three things? Oh, why did the chicken cross the road? No. Um. So the first one was um, decision. Okay. You are in control of your decision. That is something you control is your decisions every day. That can set you on the correct trajectory which is a very tough word to say i don't know why trajectory I, you do have trouble no you can't say trajectory trajectory no you see you had the same <laughs> trouble i had thank you very trajectory much. wait a no. minute trajectory that was good okay so that gets you in the correct trajectory um <laughs> to this goal now this goal can be this insane goal but to your end goal say lose 10 pounds or um whatever it may be I that for some reason that's all I can think of. But well, just like clean your house, I, you know, it could be like yeah. any sort of any like small goal, goal big yeah. goal, right? And it's like, you, but it's your decisions that day help. to day, and like your goal or your goal is like I want a more tidy house. Mm-hmm. Well, then like okay. all the decisions that you make related to that to yeah. like get you to that trajectory are like organizing your pantry and just doing different things to like yeah. start tidying up the house. It's gonna get you to your goal if you're constantly making decisions that influence that. Well, there we go. So that's. That's the moral of the story, but it is good. It is, we're living in very uncertain times, but as you said, they were always uncertain, um, and that is, such is life, and maybe try to roll with it, maybe try to have fun with it. Um, we were kind of just talking about last night how, yeah, our every day, there's a lot going on right now um, when you have two young kids and you work full time, and then yeah, you also try to fit in workouts and try to stay in shape. This you like, you are wiped out every day, but, but. We're going to look back on this 30, 40 years from now, and we're going to miss. We're going to miss these days. We're going to miss how much stuff we had to do. Um, and we're going to look back and like, man, we those days were awesome. Even though it's exhausting now, it doesn't seem so awesome, it actually is awesome right now. Um, so maybe maybe enjoy this time, assuming that you are healthy and not you know battling the coronavirus. Thank you, Michael. That was beautiful. I know. We're going to like wish we decided we were going to wish that we could relive these days yeah. even yeah. in 2020 even in the 2020 days interesting okay yeah. yeah even the 2020 days sure yeah i just put Cortland to bed and like his hug you yep. know big, like, big hug big cuddler that Cortland. Yeah. and then I'm, when i was thinking when i was holding him too i'm like there's only like you're only just gonna get bigger and i'll not be able to like yeah, hold you like you're yeah. a baby and so it's just he'll be holding us one day you think so? And that that be kind of weird. I hope not. I know, right? I wonder why. Like, I'm like, yeah, I want, I want him to be cradling me. No, I hope not. No. <laughs> well, that's beautiful, Michael. Mm-hmm. DTG. Decision trajectory goal. Oh, I thought it was uh, GTF. Is that what it was? Jim, Jim Tan, Tan Laundry. Laundry. GTL. GTL, yeah. yeah. So that's something to get confused with DTG. Yeah. Which is, I didn't mean for that to be an acronym. It's also very difficult to say as well. And I'm not even going to try to, yeah. <laughs> please don't. So navigation, navigating uncertainty should not scare you or give you anxiety. In fact, it's certain in life that everything is uncertain. Got it. All right. There's no effing way. <laughs> There's no effing way. Thank you. I hope that people are making that connection to the my Safeway joke. 
But that is beautiful that you knew what I was talking about because I, I wasn't able I to pull that. But you knew what I was talking about. And that was, yeah, in 2007, Eight. 2008. I always forget what year I met you. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, that's all I got, Mike. You got anything to add? I don't think so. Um, but, yeah, just the Tennessee Titans are really trying to F with the NFL season right now, and I'm a little bit concerned. They might have to actually forfeit this week. <laughs> they already had put up. They did a postpone last week, but now they're like, there's no way they can play again this week. So that might just be a forfeit, which I've never even heard of that in the NFL. Uh, and they'll be forfeiting to the Bills. So the Bills will just get a free win because that's not fair either. Um, so I, I, I They don't, don't have this protocol in place for this type of scenario. They, see, I, the NFL was always arrogant. Like They thought maybe they can get by one week because everyone has a bye week. So they were able to just like to move the Titans and the Steelers bye week next week. Well, the Titans are getting more and more players every day. So there's no way they can play the Bills now. The Titans don't have another bye week to a lot. So okay. they're talking about this forfeit or just having some sort of ragtag group of Titans show up <laughs> to play the Bills. I don't know. What would you prefer? Um, Play the game. Really? Yeah, all the sick people, everyone. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, I would rather just see, you know, like the, the D team come to yeah, the... Yeah, and I haven't heard, like, I don't know that it's their top, top players... But if there's 18, I don't know. There has to be some starters involved. Then yeah. Maybe not. And why are they saying anything? Well, with that, thank you, Michael. And we'll see what happens. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. And wash your hands.